praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is spiritual exercise entitled, Why Do I Have to Let Them? It is a very, very interesting thing. The devices of the adversary. The adversary is a very cunning, conniving, slippery, slimy thing that maneuvers his way in and out and around and about and lays his deceptive devices in all kind of ways, in all kind of places, in all kind of positionings. And many a times we find ourselves grabbing hold to those devices and implementing things in our lives and we will cause havoc and destruction and don't even know how we got ourselves into that mess and don't realize that the adversary is standing there looking at us and hoping that we never come into the light of the truth. My, my, my. As we come up through life, we will see and hear different things. We will be able to evaluate certain situations and circumstances and we will comprehend in a way that we believe certain things should be that way because of different passed down information because of different beliefs because of different patterns of life we just accept certain things and we place them at a foundational level that we believe we can stand on that thing and when we find ourselves crumbling when we find that foundation being washed away because of the battering of life and we find ourselves sinking so quickly because that particular stuff that we're standing on cannot stand in the storm. We wonder what is going on. We wonder how come we cannot stand. We wonder how come it is going away. We wonder what is happening. Why are we being sucked under? And we see that our foundation is being washed away. Now, many a times we hear that we have to stand still. We have to not do this and we have to not do that and we wonder how come people are able to do whatever they wish to do and we have to be at a position that we have to take what they do people would tell us well if you this then you have to do you have to accept this they quick to tell you what you have to accept and then they will tell you what you have to accept and will look at you as if to say, even though you have to accept it, 
don't mean that I do. They will talk to you and do things to you and will say things to you the same stuff that they would themselves would not accept and would not have others do unto them. But they will say it and do it unto you. And then if you look at them and ask them, why must I accept it? And why must I allow you to do it to me? And the first thing that they will say, because you profess that you are this. And because you say that you are this, because you say that you are a follower of Christ, then you have to accept me walking on you. You have to accept me talking about you. You have to accept me taking from you. You have to accept me lying on you, stealing from you. You have to accept me backbiting, backstabbing you. You have to accept me doing all the evils against you. It is so interesting how people will take the scripture turn the other cheek as if to say then whatever I do to you you have to take it you are supposed to take it as if to say that well because you have professed the name of Christ Jesus that all that I do is okay by you. And it is an interesting thing how others will perceive and grab hold to the same thing and pass that very same thing down. Now, what they failed to miss is that in the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus Christ told with the same as understanding he said that father removed this bitter cup from me because he had a toiling that was going on that the flesh was weak but the spirit was willing even when he stood in the court he looked upon him and said if this was my kingdom as if he was telling them, boy, if you knew who you were messing with, if you knew that what I'm able to do, that I would destroy not only you, your generations to come, and all of you that's standing here, that you would never be able to put a hand on me But many a times you think because I don't say a thing, you think because you are able to do a thing, you think because you feel that you done got away with a thing, that I allowed a thing. See, it's not about what you do, it's not about what you have done to me, it's not about that I allowed it. 
Because you see, nothing that you ever do and nothing that you will ever do and nothing that you would ever plan to do to me, it's not allowed by me or done to me by you. You see, I have a God that's always watching, that's knowing long before you do it, long before you thought about it, and knows exactly what you're going to do. You see, it's not that I allow it. It's just that I understand what's behind it. And now that I understand what's behind it, it's not about what you did. It's about what I'm going to do about it. And because I don't act the way you perceive I should act, I'm going to do what I'm called to do. Because it's more to it than what you have done. You see, it's not about me turning the other cheek. It's about me turning to a God that's trying to let me know that he is watching. And it's your very soul that is at stake. Because I don't act the way you want me to act. I need to act the way God is calling me to act. You see, I want to portray who I belong to, not who you want me to look like. You see, it's not about you. It's about him. So it's not about what you did. It's about what I need to do. See, because you done a thing, don't need don't mean that I need to react. What I need to do is not to go back, but to become what I'm called to be. You see, I don't need you to define who I am. I need Christ to fulfill who he has called me to become. Regardless of what you say, regardless of what you do, my transformation from glory to glory to glory does not depend on you. It depends on what I do in spite of you. This is our spiritual exercise.